Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Social Evolution Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Patrick Barney. And with me, as always, is the other host, Curtis Frazier. And, you know, the Social Evolution Podcast talks about ways in which our society needs to grow to, you know, gain freedom for people. And basically, we're a couple of uh, leftists, um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that we like a lot of conservatives tend to think that leftist means big government, which is, of course, is it, just bullshit. We just want we want government that is good and works for people and we want government that doesn't work for people and that's horrible to leave and to be abolished. Essentially, uh, yeah, we want Earth humans to evolve socially right. to a point where we are no longer seeing other Earth humans as a means of, uh, or not, not as a means of, but like a form of prey. Right, right. Something right. to which we can prey upon to get through our life, to oh, better ourselves. Absolutely. Financially, to, to take all their resources because they were dumb enough to agree to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like Manhattan for beans or whatever it was. Like. Yeah. And, you know, so we're, we're expressing sentiments that go back as far as Immanuel Kant, actually. You know, who, who said, you know, you cannot, you have to treat people as means in themselves, not as, or excuse me, as ends in themselves, not just as means. And any, anything that you do that treats people as means and not ends is, is a bad thing, Kant thought. And yet here we are in a society where pretty much the bulk of tr people are treated as means by a small elite. If you were valuable, you would have that money too. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter what you do. So we all learned during the pandemic three years ago that the almost three solid years ago. Yeah, coming up on uh, uh, yeah, um, that the essential workers are actually the bottom low level people that you know have to work two jobs to make you know right. what we would consider having a good apartment, driving a new car, not eating shit every day. Yeah. That's a. I mean, that's Those a fantastic. Are the essentials. Point. Are the essential workers? Thank you, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your minimum wage. Here's your minimum wage. By the way, applause. giving you money, we're gonna blame you for inflation. Yeah, so next yeah. year, when your money isn't worth shit, that's your fault. Yeah, it's yeah. not these rich people over here. Just it's like, Ooh, what? What? This is mine now. What? Well, I gotta raise my prices. Everybody's yeah. got money now. I can raise my prices. Yeah. It's it's pretty. I mean, the that's not the problem. The level of of just like blindness is insane you know like three years ago during the pandemic essential workers were fast food workers grocery store workers obviously truck drivers, truck drivers obviously nurses um you know these people who are nurses really being on the front line but but certainly fast food workers People that were out there serving were, humans. Were on the front line, too, just in a different capacity, in a different way. You working at a gas station? Yeah. You working at a car parts store? Yeah. You working at a 
anywhere you work at yeah. Dollar General, anywhere, that's essential. Yeah, anywhere where you provided a a a, a needed service and were face to face with other people, you were you were an essential worker. And they're like, yeah, let's give it up for our essential workers. Yeah, thanks for making us rich. Yeah. We the people who are sitting here providing you these yeah. jobs. <laughs> yeah. This horseshit system that I'm the stupid one for not understanding why it's okay to get fucked. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, the... Like, it's pretty clear that the essential worker shit is just, you know, it's just meant, it was just meant to appease people who were, you know, being mistreated, who never got a raise, nothing like that, you know, uh, they, you know, they were exploited as they always have been, and the people who do the exploiting don't give a shit, they just call you an essential worker and applaud you even as they destroy you. Just because you're essential doesn't mean you're not replaceable. Right, right. You're very replaceable. Right. But these these uh, kings that we have, these kings, they're not replaceable. No, no. No, no one else could sit there and have everything. That's a real fucking talent. Yeah. Um, so... You know, something that's that's kind of been on, on our mind recently is just the level of delusion and the level of just, you know, self, self-deceit that people live in. You know, they, one, they, like, just people in general all around the world often more often than not than not grow up and continue well continue to believe and do what they were raised to believe and do you know to follow the people they were raised right right to right you know like it it happens everywhere you know people raised in christian churches tend to grow up to be christians or very anti-christian yeah like myself actually um um, people who were raised Muslim grow up Muslim, you know, it's, it's, and people who were raised with the 4th of July and other nationalist bullshit, like have a coronary when you're like, yeah, capitalism's fucked. They like their eyes twitch. You're like, Hey man, how, how's, how's, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Have you heard that capitalism's horrible? And their fucking heads twitch around because they're, they're they they believe that that capitalism is the greatest effing thing in the world, and it's you know it's not the only problem. Certainly, racism, sexism, and um, you know government corruption are problems regardless of capitalism. Regardless of, um, you know, the how production is organized, whether it's owned by, it's organized by workers or whether it's organized by the owners and, you know, the workers that are subordinates. Well, 
corruption and exploitation is somehow allowed. Like we right. don't allow people to walk into you know Trish's and take a shit next to the salad bar. We don't. No, we don't. I mean, they can do it, but like something's going to happen. There's right, right. consequences. You're not. You you're probably you're going to be kicked out if you refuse to leave. Somebody will call the cops. Right. But for some reason. Uh, it's okay to offer a general manager of your fast food place, and this is, of course, like, you know, turn-of-the-century prices, $38,000 a year to give you however many hours it takes a week. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and I'm not like, oh, well, I, you know, don't, don't sit there and act like, well, they cut it off at 60. Dude, you might be doing 75 fucking hours. Oh, you yeah. might be I mean... living at that Taco Bell because you can't find better help because you're the general manager making 38 grand. Yeah, yeah. Your assistants are making like, you know, 24. Yeah, man. I mean, I hope the prices, I hope the, the salary's not that bad. No, now you're probably right. making like 55, 60. Uh, yeah, but still, I mean. Versus like 45. When I, when I was a, when I was. For an assistant. A short, when I was a line cook at Hooters. The back in this is 20 years ago. I was like, I think I started when I was 20 and worked there until I was 21 or so. So I worked there like a year, maybe a little more. The top guy, the top general manager, made about 60,000 a year. Um, and that's 20 years ago, right. But what restaurant is that again? That's Hooters. So that's Hooters. So, so that's, that's like a huge chain. Yeah, yeah. That's not a fast food joint. Right. It's a step up. From, yeah. It's a yeah, step it's, up. It's not from, even casual dining, really. Yeah. But it's it's certainly a step up in terms of... It's, it's like a, a special kind. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But all, all I'm saying is, like, that guy made about 60000 but he, like... He was always effing there, like you know. He essentially lived like he, you know, his shifts were all like twelve hours long, and he had maybe one day off a week, right? He had one day off, and he freaking worked eleven twelve-hour days, six days a week. Yeah, and it's and that, okay to have someone do that. And that was sixty grand, and you know, um. I just I just got a new job with the United States Postal Service and um, my job I once I once I like get through this new phase of, of training I'm gonna have to be working 60 hours a week and you know I'll probably make I don't I don't know maybe I'll make 70 so. You know, just to let you know how how in, how bad inflation has been, and how poor, like how poorly, just wages have matched it. You know, just and you know, like inflation has gone way up, and I'm only making a little bit more than a a guy twenty years ago. In fact, at this point in their lives, my parents, who were both teachers, were making more real dollars than my wife and I are, who are both full have full time jobs. 
you know, we have full-time jobs now, and my parents, 30 years ago, made more real money. This is not, not, nothing adjusted for inflation. They made more, they made more then than my wife and I, who have full-time jobs, make now. Damn. It's fucking crazy, man. That is fucking crazy. It's disgusting. Like, how... It's just insane how badly the worker is, is off. Like, we, the, how bad, the, the worker right now is being fucked at a worse rate than they've been fucked in a long time. And no one has any consciousness about it. No one's doing anything no about one. it, but blaming the workers. Right, right, right. You know, like, you know, except, yeah, go on. I was saying, my uncle's conservative. My uh, my mother's side of the family is conservative. Right. And I was over there visiting my grandfather uh, yesterday, and they had Fox News on. I'm sure and, they did. And uh, Fox is talking about how nobody wants to work anymore. Oh, my God. And I said, it's not that nobody nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to be exploited anymore. Right. And uh, I was talking about, you know, I was trying to tell Grandpa, uh, who's 92, about how... Um, there was a time in the 50s when one person could work, a, one person who didn't go to college could work a job and his wife didn't have to work because her job was taking care of the house and they could raise a family of three and own the house that they lived in and be switching cars every six years. Yeah. And you cannot do that no, now. No. That is absolutely impossible. Yeah. 100 million percent. It yeah. cannot be done. No, it can't. And Michael Jim's over here, he's like, well... I didn't go to college and I worked as a delivery driver, you know, and I made, you know, 55 grand a year doing that. That's nice for you. And I was like, okay, well, and then I, I basically talked them into, well, I wouldn't get, you know, I talked, well, at the time that he was doing that, I brought up, you know, the fast food jobs. He was saying, well, that wasn't even then. He said, I had one in the nineties when I was making 45, you know, working for like, um, what is it? FedEx or something, right? right? And uh, by the way, his other job was he used his own vehicle. So then he talked about how, you know, he, he did all the maintenance on the car himself. He bought a used one, you know, found a good deal for that. You know, like when he got new tires, he'd go looking on like Craigslist and get a set of used tires for 40 bucks. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's a lot of work that you have to do to make this a, a viable, right. viable job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what I what I brought up is that, you know, at the time he's making that, a fast food general manager is only making thirty-eight. So right. you're making more money than that. Everybody who's at every every fast food place right. working there is an adult who's a manager, everybody down there, you're making more than that. You know, and he started talking about how there were other jobs that well, you know, certain jobs would offer X money, but it'd be like, you know, 20,000 a year, but it'd only be for you know, like three years and then you get a raise or something like that. And, or not three years, but a few months or something. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember the details, but basically he was like, yeah, if it wasn't making enough money, I wouldn't take the job. And I'm like, right. That's what they're saying. It's not that they don't want to work. Nobody wants to pay. Right. 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 Yeah. So, like, no, not, if everybody who said, well, I can't work for that, I'm going to go get a $55,000 a year delivery job, said, okay, well, now everybody quit their job, air quotes, nobody wants to work, and the only jobs available are the ones that pay big money. 
and losing faith in life. Right, right, right. And that's the world we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. It's, it's, it's really, it's definitely really frustrating. And, and that, 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 that phrase, nobody wants to work, goes back like centuries. People have been saying that nobody wants to work for centuries, man. It's no, it's not that nobody wants to work. It's that like, you know, if, if we need to reverse it. See, I go around, well, I'm trying to buy a house. I've got 3,000 American dollars here, and I'm going to buy your house. They're like, what are you, fucking retarded? You can't buy a house for 3,000 right, right, right. These are American dollars, you <laughs> piece of shit. Do you know that 150 years ago I could buy... Right? Right, right, right. Nobody right. wants to sell houses my ass. Yeah. No, this broke dumbass yeah. doesn't have any money. Yeah. Well, hey, it's not that nobody wants to work. You broke dumbasses don't have enough money to afford the labor. Right, right. So maybe you should get your shit together. Yeah, man, they really... So we need to reverse the attitude. Like, this country, this whole fucking planet will will cease to exist financially if we quit working. Yeah. Like, if we... Yeah, I mean, like, a general strike, just all workers, just if the, saying, if, fuck if the, it. If the people with the guns that would rather kill you because they gotta feed their families, too, realize that, hey, you know, there's a whole bunch of us out there, and we're just like you, man. How about you... Turn around to that rich asshole who's telling you that they're going to, like, starve your family to death if you don't shoot these innocent people out here that are just trying to live a life. How about you? What you think about that for a second? Maybe not pointing at us. Maybe realize that, you know, you shouldn't be the little little dog. The little attack dog. The, The scary part is that, like... Just for the vast majority of people in the United States, at least in Europe, it's it's a little different. There's more class consciousness over in Europe. But, like, the scary part about the United States is, man, like, class consciousness is just at an all-time low, man. Like, people just do not... Like, you know, I used to work with this super smart dude at the writing center when I when I was teaching English, Right. And we would have conversations about all kinds of political stuff. And, like, he saw, he certainly leaned left, but, like, trying to get him to understand that, you know, he was fundamentally exploited by employers, like, he he couldn't, like, he would not go that far. And I have, I have no idea, like, he's a super smart dude, has a master's degree, like, has been educated just like me. Like, what what is keeping you from crossing this line, you know? You know, he, he I remember we talked about, so, so my friend uh, had worked in the writing center, but also worked as a bartender at a fancy restaurant, right? And he's like, yeah, the owner of the restaurant, you know, puts in so many hours, has done so much. I think he should have the right to own that restaurant and have employees. And, like, okay, but, like, let's say he does put in 80 hours a week. He's also got, you know, let's say 
that's still a fraction of the number of labor hours you need to run that restaurant a week. Like, it, let's say he had he he works eighty hours a week. You still need like two hundred and eighty or three hundred and eighty labor hours to run that thing for a week. You know, so he gets to decide everything when he only puts in. 80 hours worth of the work. Um, like, it, it it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and I, I couldn't see why my friend couldn't couldn't understand it. You know, he, he needs to... I don't know, man. What? 16 hours a day, all week's only 112 hours. What are you, what are you saying? Well, I'm just saying, you know. Right. That's... 112 hours. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the restaurant might only open 112. If he's there for 80 of them, that's 60, 70%. No, it's not because you're you're not calculating the fact that he's not the only one there. And also more like than... the collective hours? Yeah, the collective hours. So let's say you need... Let's say, for, let's say it's open... It's not open 16 hours a day, seven days a week, but let's say it is, okay? And in that case, you need 16 hour, sixteen labor hours, seven days a week for each position that is that has to operate during those hours. So do you need a cook? Do you need a bartender? Do you need a server? So if, if you need a server 16 hours a day, and you need a cook 16 hours a day, and he's a manager for 16 hours a day, that's more than 24 labor hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so, I that. So at, with, that, with that ratio, that's only a third of the hours. But also, we're talking about you need more than one cook. You probably need two cooks. You probably need, you probably need a bartender. a restaurant now. So I think uh, the kitchen staffs usually like five people. Uh, then there might be like one or two bussers, a dishwasher, yeah, a man. bartender, and then you, you know, you're like you're talking of hundreds, several of, servers. Yeah, like and his his restaurant's probably smaller than 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 where you work, but still you're talking hundreds of labor hours a day, and he's working eighty hours a week. Okay, he. How, even if he's working 80 hours a week, and even if he started that restaurant, does he really deserve to make 100% of the decisions given about the restaurant, given that they that those decisions affect so many different people in the organization? And that and and that is like if if you can't wrap your your mind around why that's horrible, then why like he has all the power is horrible, then you I I would say you, that's like fundamentally capitalism. Capitalism is fundamentally a guy who only does a fraction of the work makes 100% of the decisions. Okay? And that is horrible. That's that's Awful, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I take that like as like, what if I own the restaurant? You know what I mean? Yeah. What like, if like what if I was the restaurant owner? Yeah. And I was putting in eighty hours a week at this restaurant. Like, I that doesn't give me hardly any time that I spend at home with right. my family and my cars, my cats. You know, so that'd be like I don't have much more of my life to give to it, and you know, it's it's mine, my investment. You know, if I'm not making the decisions that either ship it or sink it, then float it or sink it. You know, like somebody else is gonna ship is gonna sink my ship. You know, right? With their poor decisions. But then again, I look at this from the perspective of you know, like I uh, don't necessarily think that somebody else could do a better job than me. Right. So, and I'm not out there to, uh, you know, feed on my employees. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what I'm saying is that if you have employees, you necessarily feed on them. You can't. So the way profit works in any <laughs> enterprise, like it's just, it's just, there's, there's no other way to look at this. Let's say that employee X generates $250 worth of revenue doing what he does per hour for your company, okay? Um, you, can't, you can't pay him $250 an hour because then you as the owner don't make any money. Well, you can't you can keep your store on because there's other there's other factors you know that you have to right so but let's still let's so let's say let's say that it's a net not a gross no 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 what I what I'm so he generates two hundred fifty dollars worth of revenue net uh yeah before no like there's no taxes aren't involved yet or well, no. I'm saying like the price of of having the business um okay okay so you're so let's say he he generates two hundred and fifty dollars before your costs. All right. So let's then subtract what your costs are. Okay. So let's say your costs per hour are a hundred dollars. So he 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 gener so he he then generates one hundred and fifty dollars worth of profit, not revenue. Okay. Okay. You cannot pay him one hundred and fifty dollars worth of what he makes in profit. Because then you don't make any money as the owner, mm-hmm. right? Right. And um, what I'm saying then is you you can never pay him the amount of profit that he produces. So you, you ha- basically, basically what's happening. So let's say you cut that down, you pay him 50 bucks an hour and you take 100 for yourself. He's essentially paying you $100 per hour to work there. Right. You know. Now, the the argument on the right is always like, well, there's no jobs without these these owners. There aren't any jobs. This is, of course, bullshit. There are always jobs. There are always things that need to be done. And without owners trying to... Uh, profitize jobs or you know basically make a profit off of jobs then you know that's what the owner does he's like the middleman there's always you always need there are always things that need to be done and the only thing the owner does is 
takes a job that always needs to be done and makes a profit on it. Or another thing that an owner does is, and this is actually... Find something that needs to be done uh, and a person to do it and makes a profit on it. Right, right. Other things that owners do, and this is happening more and more, and this is actually something that the late anarchist anthropologist David Graeber pointed out, that more and more jobs that people do and get paid for don't really even need to be done. You know, like there's a shit ton of labor going on that just doesn't need it's to... It's wasted time. It's busy work. These are our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are wasting yeah. the precious moments of our lives because we're building up this imaginary shit that humans made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To waste our lives doing. It's ridiculous. I hate it. And, and you all need to stop. It's horrible. Like, I, I would say that it's interesting. So, I'm just starting out at the post office carrying mail every day. And... You know, there's certainly mail and packages that do need to be carried. Like, there are packages of things people have bought and that people need. There are important letters, things like that. There's weed. <laughs> I don't think that can be shipped in the mail. And I was watching yet. the news, and there's a lot of weed going through the mail. I'm, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure that it happens. Um, but the... The vast majority of things that I put in people's mailboxes, just garbage. Just things that people will throw away. Wasted paper. Yeah, wasted paper. Like a tree, a tree had to die to make this. Yeah, magazines that and nobody somebody's gonna they're wants just trying to, read. to shove buy me down your throat. Yeah, yeah, fucking advertisement cards that nobody gives a shit about. Just yeah. shit that you immediately throw away. Everybody throws and, away these ads. It's a waste of money. Yeah, yeah. But all that money can't be given to the workers because no. it has to be spent on these advertisements. Right, right, right. It has, to be, it has to be spent on advertisements. Welcome to bullshit America. To be... and that's why we have all this inflation because all this money needs to be spent on bullshit. Yeah. Instead um, of survival. Um, so, yeah. Like, we... If we... One thing that I think we need to do to socially evolve is eliminate... Fucking bullshit, busy work. Like, you know, either either the owner of a business is taking a job that already needs to be done, middle manning it up so that he makes money, or he's inventing a bullshit job that doesn't need to be done so that he can make money. And uh, we need to eliminate all the bullshit that doesn't need to be done. You know, get rid of that. Automate as much as we can. Automate as much work as we can. Get rid of all the unnecessary work. Leave the creative, interesting work to human beings. And say fuck it to everything else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, basically fairly and justly distribute the money that comes from um well un- until we ac- actually establish real communism or real anar- anarchism however you want to put it where we abolish money until that point fairly distribute 
excess prop, fairly distribute surplus money. This that's all we got to do: eliminate bullshit labor, fairly distribute the the extra money, automate what has to be done, automate what can be done, and what what has to be done. Right. Right now, it's like they're trying to automate cashiers. Right. You know, which is. Just fine. Who, who wants it? to be a fucking Nobody cashier? Who wants to be a cashier? But then you're saying, well, they're taking away that job. Right. And it's like, you know, I'm torn between, you know, do I want a person to have a job like this or do I want it just to be automated like it right. should be? Right. You know, and you know, I, the, the, the thing about the whole job concept is they say that without money, no one would be motivated to do anything. Which is not true. Right, which is not true. Because not true at all. I, I believe that if your sole motivation is betterment for yourself, money, it's betterment for me, it's all about me and mine and this and my empire shit, I think you're mentally ill. Yeah. I think the people that are like, I'm going to work because I'm trying to better mankind here. My contribution to society is this level of betterment to mankind instead of, well, I found a way to like, you know, sell my fingernails and my skin and all kinds of weird <laughs> bullshit right. and I make a million dollars a year right. because people are fucking weird. What, what's interesting to me is that it's like whoever says that if you take away money, people don't want to work. It's like you haven't seen the internet. Yeah, money in no way equals value. Right, right, right. Like, people are filthy rich and have not contributed oh, to no. society. No. They don't do a single fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're filthy rich by doing it. Like, And you're telling me that throwing away money is the wrong idea. Yeah. Sure. Right, right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. Evolve. It's, it's ridiculous. But, like, have you ever heard of Photoshop? Mm-hmm. Like, it's this, uh... Come on, man. What? Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been around for years. Yeah, I know. A pair of decades. It's it's you know it's just a software tool for editing photos and artwork and shit. There's a totally free version that's just as good called GIMP, G I, M P, something image manipulation processor, um, is it's is is what GIMP stands for. Totally free. You can go on the internet, download it anytime you want. You don't have to pay a single fucking dollar. It works just as fucking good as Photoshop. And yet, people use Photoshop. It's like, this is what I'm talking about. If if people don't wouldn't work without money as an incentive, then something like GIMP shouldn't exist at all. That's true. You know? It's very true. And that's bullshit. Somebody put that together and was like, Fuck Photoshop. They're charging you $40 a month. Because you have to have a subscription. You can't just get Photoshop. They're charging you $40 a month for this software that I can create and give away for free. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's total bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, there are even older examples for like the polio vaccine. Like the guy who invented Jonas Salk. Like, sold it for a dollar or something, you know. Or, like, he, he made it free. He didn't, you know. Tesla's whole idea. Yeah, Tesla's like. idea. Which, you know, Edison basically <laughs> destroyed. Capitalized. You know, yeah. He, he, made, he made it America. Yeah, he made it America. Yeah. 
You know, a lot of things bother me about that. Yeah, it's irritating. You know, I, I like to think that you know we could. One day we could raise a generation that sees more than just what you can make on somebody else, and rather what you can make of this planet, what you can make of someone else. So we're we're back to try to treat people try to treat people as ends in themselves, not means. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Looks like our time is up. I hope you've enjoyed our take. On, you know, people's inability to, like, see our heinous system for what it is. And I hope that you take our call that we need to socially evolve seriously. Peace out until next time.